What's up? How's everybody doing? This is Caleb Hutton, your host of the Counted Faithful Podcast. I know it's been a couple weeks since I recorded an episode and put one out. I do have stuff ready to record. I just got to sit down and do it. Had a lot going on. I've just been busy with work and everything like that. We had friends coming to town and we're spending time with them. And so it's been... It's been good. It's been busy. It's been good. We're getting ready to head out, go to a camp meeting uh, this next week. But I just want to do a little bonus episode, I guess. Uh, I still am on track for the mental health episodes that I'm doing. And we're getting getting ready to go through Philippians um, and see Paul's perspective on mental health. And uh, I got a lot I want to say about that subject A lot of stuff I've learned, stuff that has spoken to me, and just stuff I've been through and how I've overcome certain things in my life. And uh, especially now as I've been studying through Philippians on this subject of mental health. But before we get started, um, once again, uh, I want to tell you about our sponsor that we have for the podcast, and that's Liberty Spices. Um, They are... A great spice and seasoning company. Um, I tried some this past Memorial Day actually on some burgers and um, some bacon burger seasoning. And it was awesome. I loved it. Can't wait to try some more. Uh, The next time I pull out the grill, I will definitely try some other flavors and different seasonings there. But you can find them at libertyspices.net. And they have sales go on all the time. But if you use Radio 20... You get 20% off your order anytime. That's R-A-D-I-O. That's uh, R-A-D-I-O-2-0, Radio 20. You get you get 20% off your order. And like I said, you can find them on Facebook at Liberty Spices, on, on the internet, libertyspices.net. And it's time to taste freedom. Try Liberty Spices. Like I said, today's a bonus episode. It's coming out on Father's Day. And at the same time... I do want to talk about a book that I uh, listened to um, here not too long ago that has been on my mind a lot recently. Um, so it is Father's Day, and you know I, I love my father, and I you know want to uh, talk about him for a minute, and and you know just the blessing he's been in my life, and and you've heard him a couple times already here on the podcast. He is my first Count Faithful interview, and um, I had him as a guest host uh, this past episode as we talked about mental health and PTSD. Um, that's Doug Hutton, and uh, thank you for praying. Um, we talked about the last podcast also. He had um, a serious brain surgery to remove a brain tumor, and he is healing up nicely. They're waiting on the biopsy to get back. Um, so just continue praying for his recovery and that everything would go smoothly and and that there would be good news concerning the biopsy. But, I mean, my dad has played such an important part in my life. Um, I mean, he's always been there for me. And and I remember as a kid growing up, you know, I always felt like I didn't um, spend that much time with my dad just because he worked night shifts and, you know, he was asleep during the day. But he always made time to spend time with us kids and, and um, 
you know, and I, I'll cherish those, those memories forever. And, um, the one thing about my dad that, you know, has stuck with me and I know I mentioned it here on the podcast, on the website, is just his faithfulness and his consistency. Um, I remember seeing him read his Bible all the time and, and, um, pray and, and always, putting God first, even though he worked a lot, even though he, he made time for his family, he always made sure that, um, he put God first and, and he was serving and he walked with God and, um, he worshiped God. And, and that's just a blessing to have a father like that. And, um, I hope I, you know, I, I think I'm at the point where I'll never take it for granted. And I know I went through a time in my life where, you know, I thought I was my own man and, I didn't need no one telling me what to do. And, um, my dad and I, we butted heads for a while and, and, you know, got to a point where my dad gave me an ultimatum. He said, you got 30 days, um, to move out. And at the end of the 30 days, if you're not out, your stuff's going outside. And, and, um, I was upset for a while about that. And I mean, I moved out within a couple of weeks and, um, I was upset. I would avoid him. Um, you know, and, and just cause I was, I was mad that, you know, that he was telling me what to do, you know, and he was making, trying to make me live under his rules while I was in his house, which he had every right to, uh, do that. And so, um, but from that, I think, excuse me, from that, my friendship and my respect for my dad has grown immensely. And that was, uh, 10, 11, 12 years ago, um, that, that, that happened. And, and, um, since then, you know, I mean, my friendship with my dad, my relationship with my dad has grown even is, is strong. And, um, you know, he showed me at that time, like, Hey, you know, you got to learn to, to do right on your own. We're not always going to be here for you. We're not always going to be watching over you and forcing you to live inside these rules. You have to decide what rules, what guidelines, what boundaries you want in your life as you move forward. And, uh, I mean, my dad, you know, he has played such an important role in my life and I still talk to him. I ask him for advice, you know, regularly and, and counsel, and he's helped me out a lot. And he's always been there for me. And, uh, dad, whenever you listen to this, happy father's day. And, you know, whoever's listening to this, make sure you take some time today. Or, you know, if, if it's after father's day, uh, make sure you take some time to, you know, if you're, if your father's still alive or still around that you just take a minute and call him, tell him that you love him and, and, um, you know, just show some appreciation to, to your dad. Uh, dads, you know, a lot of dads go under the, a lot of good dads go under the radar and, and they're always there for their kids and their families and, and they just do what they got to do to, uh, you know, just take care of their families. And, and that's what my dad did. And I'm so thankful, so grateful for him. And, um, as I look back on my life, I, I think of, there's probably one other person that really played a big role in my life. And I know, I think it was last father's day or two father's days ago, I wrote a, a blog about, you know, just different men who have, have helped me in my life. And, um, it was, it was the first boss I had at my first, uh, full-time job that I had at a warehouse back in Colorado. And, um, his name was Willie and he was an old tank sergeant and, um, he, he helped me so much as a young single adult to stay in church and, and 
you know, just keep on going forward for Christ. And he didn't go to church, you know, and um, he definitely didn't live a life that, you know, would be a uh, quote unquote good Christian life. But he would always encourage me. He would always tell it to me straight. He would always uh, just be honest with me. And it got to a point where I would I would talk to him and ask him for advice too and, and counsel. And, and I knew that he would, whatever he would tell me, he was telling me uh, because he, he cared about me. And he never said that. He never, uh, um, you know, really said anything to that extent. And since I moved away, I've talked, I was able to talk to him a couple of times. And um, here recently, I got the sad news that he passed away. And, um, you know, and I, every Father's Day, I sit and, and think about the times I, was able to sit in Willie's office and and talk to him and um, listen to his stories and listen to his advice and counsel. And um, last year, I believe it was, we were driving up to Missouri one night and um, got a phone call from him and I answered it. It was it was um, it was nighttime, evening time, and and I answered it and I was talking to him and and um, I didn't talk to him in a while and and. Uh, he, he was like, what you, what you been up to, Caleb? And I told him, you know, that, you know, just been working, still involved in church and, you know, had, had a wife and two, two little girls now. And he sat there and I could hear in his voice, he's like, man, I'm proud of you. He's like, he's like, uh, man, he's like, you're a good kid and, and you just stuck with it. He's like, I'm proud, proud that you're still in church, proud that you're still serving God. And, and like I said, he, he, he really wasn't a church goer. He, he wasn't, um, I believe he was saved. Um, I was able to talk to him a couple times about that. I do believe he was saved, but, um, you know, to, to hear someone that not, not in your church realm, that's outside of your, uh, church realm, church family to, to hear them tell you that they're proud of you for, for serving God and staying faithful to God. It, it meant a lot to me. And, um, he, he was like, he was my, um, he, he, he never took the place of my dad, but he was a, he was a, someone that I looked up to as a, as another father figure that I knew that, uh, cared about me and, and was honest with me and, and give me good advice and counsel. Um, so, you know, if you have someone like that in your life, make sure you stop and take some time, tell them happy father's day and, and, you know, tell them that you love them and, uh, go out of your way, do something, you know, nice for them. And, um, to all the dads out there that are listening to this, happy father's day. Um, you know, love your wife, love your kids, take care of your family. And, um, you know, that's what it's all about being a father. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful that I'm, I'm a dad and, you know, my life changed six years ago when, uh, our oldest was born and, um, you know, now I got two girls and I wouldn't trade being a father for anything in the world. I, I love my two girls and um, I love being able to spend time with them. And, and um, you know, sometimes it is hard. You get so busy just in this life working and uh, doing different, you know, just you just get busy. You know, you got to stop and spend time with your kids and show them that you love them. Tell them that you love them. But, you know, more important than that, show them that you love them, that you care for them and that that you want the best for them. So, as I said at the beginning, this is a like a little just bonus episode I want to put out. Um, I want to tell you about a book I read, and I'm just going to briefly go 
you know, through some of the, you know, just what I thought about it. And, and honestly, if, if you could read this book, um, I think it would change your viewpoint and your perspective on Christianity. And, and it will make you ask the question, what am I doing for Jesus Christ? And that's the question I've been thinking a lot here lately. And um, even now, you know, I mean, it, it, if I was to honestly answer it in light of this book, um, I, I would have to say I'm not doing that much, you know, and it is convicting. It was a very convicting book, a compelling book. Um, and uh, like I said, I listened to it on, on Audible. Um, I don't have time to just sit down and read a whole lot, but I do have time to listen to stuff. So um, I listened to it on Audible and um, I'm thinking about going through it again. It was just it was so good. But the book is called The Insanity of God by Nick Ripkin. That's The Insanity of God by Nick Ripkin. I'll put the title and the author um, in the description for this podcast and uh, go check it out on Audible or um, you know, if you can find it at your library or whatever, you know, it's definitely worth the listen. It's worth the read. And, um, it'll definitely change your, your perspective on American Christianity. But, um, this book to a brief summary of it, the guy who wrote it, Nick Ripkin, um, he got saved and he was reading his Bible and he came across Matthew twenty-eight twenty, I believe it is. Where it says, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel of every creature. And he took that as a personal command to him. So he knew from that moment that he read that verse for the first time that he was supposed to go ye into all the world. And and he ended up getting married and he goes through some of his life story there. and um, He tells a whole bunch of stories about his missionary journeys, I guess you could say. Um, he went to uh, uh, Somalia, I believe, um, and was there um, during some of the the war that went on there, the persecution there. And, um, he saw how much the Christians there were persecuted and, um, you know, he ended up trying to be a, a relief and aid to the Somalians there and to help them. And, and, um, but he ended up traveling to many different countries, um, across Europe and Asia and Africa and and going to persecuted Christians and you know sharing with them the uh, stories of other Christians across across the globe, and um, it, it's just amazing to hear the stories of these different people in, in China and Somalia and um, some Middle Eastern com- uh, countries, and and just what they go through to go to church, to have a Bible, to sing songs, to worship God. And you put that in perspective to what we do here in America. And it, it just makes you think like, what am I doing? Um, the, the, the churches in, in China, the home churches, um, the house churches, what they're called. And, and the pastors that run though, they, they believe that they've done nothing for Christ until they've spent three years in, in, in prison because of their belief in Christ. And we're over here in America sitting in our padded pews and our air conditioning churches, and we're able to worship and sing and, and preach the word uh, openly and freely and have no worries of uh, repercussion or um, our services being uh, invaded by the military and people being arrested for it. We have, we have no worries and, and we do nothing for Christ compared to what some of these other 
Christians do. And it's, it's just a convicting book. I recommend that you, uh, you know, take some time to read it, to listen to it. I believe it's about 10 hours of listening time on Audible. Um, so, you know, you can listen to it a couple days and, and get through it. And um, I guarantee it will change your life. It will change your perspective and your viewpoint on Christianity and just make you even more thankful that you do live in America and that you do have the opportunity to uh, openly and freely worship Jesus Christ. And, um, you know, it, it's a blessing to know that that there's Christians around the world that are going through the stuff that they go through to to worship Christ, you know, and it, whatever we think is persecution here in America, whatever we think is is rough here in America is nothing compared to some of these other countries and what they go through and deal with. And one thing I thought I found really interesting about the the book in general is that the guy who wrote it, Nick Ripken, um, in the in the preface or, or the prologue of the book. Um, he says that that's not even his real name. He had to write it un- under a, a, uh, false name, I guess you could say, um, just so he wouldn't get Christians in other countries in trouble. Um, he changed all the names in the book, um, of, of people he, he helped and ran across to and talked and ministered to just so that their governments couldn't come back and find them and, and persecute them because of this book. And um, there's some he some countries he went to. He doesn't even mention the name, but he tells some stories from those travels. Um, but he won't mention those countries. And and um, I believe that this happened, you know, ten plus years ago um, that he was traveling around the world and and doing his mission work. And he still can't put the names of those countries in because he fears for those other Christians' lives. Um, if, if someone was to find out and, and do some research and actually find the people that he talked to and that he was able to minister to and the people that helped him, uh, get around certain checkpoints and different things like that, you know, so it, it's a great book. I, I highly recommend it. And I think going forward, I really want to do like, uh, book reviews every, um, couple weeks, every, you know, every month, maybe. Um, just a different book that, you know, I could recommend to you to read. I got a couple more on my list that I'm getting ready to, to listen to. Um, and, uh, I'm excited about those, but if you have any book suggestions, feel free to share them. I love reading. I, um, I'm trying to rekindle that fire and that passion again. So feel free to, to share those with me, share them, uh, at countedfaithful at gmail.com or on Facebook at countedfaithful. Um, feel free to share those. I would love to hear your book recommendations and, um, you know, I'll definitely try to check some of those out. Maybe in the future, do book reviews on those also. Uh, but once again, thank you for listening to this bonus episode. Um, uh, just, you know, for father's day and this short book review, um, make sure you follow, uh, Follow us on Facebook at Count of Faithful. Make sure you like or subscribe or follow us on whatever podcast platform you're listening to um, to this podcast on. And uh, comment on there, leave a review, whatever. Um, definitely check those out. And uh, once again, uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Go check out that book, The Insanity of God by Nick Ripkin. 
And uh, we'll be back again, hopefully within the next week or two, with the next episode of uh, Mental Health in the Christian, uh, Paul's perspective from Philippians on mental health. And I'm excited to get into that, and we're going to dive into into that uh, series on mental health. So uh, once again, stay faithful um, and just keep on serving Jesus Christ.